were giant civilizations in the Amazon advanced. You guys have seen some of those? Mm. Like like in uh like Peru and stuff? All over. All over yeah. the Amazon jungle. The Amazon is a cultivated jungle. That is not Oh really? Yeah, that is now a known thing. That the That's Amazon crazy. is basically a planted jungle. Wild times. Woo! Here yes. we go. Yeah. It's the wild times. Episode number one hundred. 24. Kyle held up a little four fingers. I saw that. I didn't know. He knew I didn't know. We are jacked up today. Yeah. Just pumping caffeine. So much caffeine. So I'm excited. many coffees. Uh-huh. I'm excited for a, uh, this is going to, here's, here's my promise to the Brosners. Uh-huh. This is going to be the best podcast we've ever done. Oh, big time. I was saying we walk, I walked in this morning to our, our studio. This is our very expensive multi-billion dollar studio, <laughs> not Peter's living room. And Patrick was sitting there and we both just, both just said how much it felt like the weekend was here. 100 percent yeah um best part of my week right now yeah for yeah. sure no, no question it's, it's it just feels great it's cool. nice when you when you know you're, you're gonna do this on the friday yeah we should always do this on friday we should always do this because Fridays. then you load your fucking monday through thursday right now it's the weekend and it's like an early weekend because this is very far from feeling like work it's not work. yeah we're not <laughs> once i crack one of those fat tires it's definitely not good they said some interesting stuff there some of these cans have like graffiti dude, on them voodoo ranger dude those are those can pack a punch i got this juice force ipa man i drank like five of these yesterday i thought they came with a six pack and we're down to one so what's the alcohol <laughs> percent in that it's 9.5 shut the oh fuck oh my I was god real good it's like drinking oh a glass my of god wine. <laughs> yeah that'll no, it's like drinking 12 ounces of wine. But, yeah. And by the way, it's yeah. it's good. And I don't even like IPAs, so well, go get yourself a Juice Force IPA. I'm going to, not now, though. I'm going to enjoy my yeah. Starbucks yeah. for the next hour. Well, you, you have one of those, and we caffeine. can't continue to podcast the rest <laughs> yeah, of the day. Yeah, I'll I'll literally just start podcasting horizontally on the couch. <laughs> Dude, so <laughs> just I'm... Lame. Hell yeah. I'm here know, for it. Look, there's been something in the news. It has to be addressed. Okay. Peter has been nonstop texting us and putting it on the WhatsApp. Dude, it's been relentless. So let's throw it to Peter so he can tee up something very topical that happened this week. Peter, tell us about the aliens. I'm real excited today. Uh, recent news and alien news. Uh, Forrest has been texting me, which is means it's real big. Yeah. But <laughs> We should pull up that thing I sent you. I yeah. thought it was really funny. Should I send it's it hilarious. to Kyle? Yeah, send it to Kyle. All right. There's all these Explain, because I yeah. actually, all jokes aside, before you even go into this, can you explain it to me? Because yes, I only course. am texting you the TikTok videos that yeah. I think are funny, and I don't actually know what's happened. Sure, sure. So what happened was there was a congressional hearing with the House Intelligence Committee where they had basically three of the most credible witnesses to the UFO, they call it UAP now, phenomenon. Two pilots that literally were up in the air uh, gave testimony about, basically they're like, these are... Objects flying around, causing, posing a risk to pilots everywhere, and you guys are just ignoring it. So they blew the whistle, and they're like, hey, everybody, like, there's shit flying around that defies the laws of physics. Nobody will tell us what it is. They don't want to talk about it. So they're basically, they went in front of Congress and testified under oath. So, I mean, you lie about that, you go to jail, basically, that this is what's happening uh, and has been for, for decades. The, the first guy on there, his name is Fravor. I don't know his first name. Ryan, Ryan Graves? No, no. So he's, there's Ryan Graves, and then there's a Commander Fravor, who was a commander oh, yeah, in the Fravor. Air Force. Yeah. And he, he, in 2004, was the guy that was uh, in the air when they saw the, what's called the, uh, the, the Tic Tac. 
Because uh, yeah, it, yeah, it's I've the seen shape that. of a tic tac. Yeah, I've seen that. It's a famous video. USS Nimitz. Uh, he wears his Nimitz. aircraft carrier. They detected <laughs> no. it on the aircraft carrier on the plane. There it is, right there. Yep. So, anyways, he testified to this. Then Ryan Graves. Wait, let's slow down a sec. Yeah. I know you're excited, but did Fravor? So they, because <laughs> you just said something. Did they see it from the aircraft carrier, and then yes. did Fravor go up in the plane to investigate it? No, they were out. They were out <clears throat> in. Actually, I'm not 100 percent clear on that. Okay. They definitely were in the air when they saw it. Got it. And uh, and it was detected on all their radar. They got very close to it. I believe he said within. 50 feet so saw it with their own eyes within 50 feet yes oh this is it does it it buzzes them it comes it like comes in and you can see it go off to the left side of the plane and ryan graves the other pilot who's who's coming on the wild times yes oh yeah that's important yeah testifying in front of fucking house intelligence committee sworn (laughs) yeah so he testified that there are all of these he saw basically like a clear box with a sphere inside of it. And they see these things all of the time. Daily. And, yeah. That's what he was saying on Rogan, right? It's yeah. like, we see this every week or every day well, or whatever. What he said on Rogan, and, and I believe he said this in front of the House Intelligence Committee, it was when they switched out their radar systems. Yes. So they, they got, there was new tech, and they were like, yeah, we're going to switch out the radars on all the planes. Like, this, this shit's just better. Huh. And when they switched the radar systems, they're like, what the fuck are these things? They're everywhere. And he was like, now we saw that this shit was around us every day. Oh, wow. And, and not, only, haven't seen it not only just around, but legitimately like monitoring them. Like he said that. <clears throat> so when they go in for training, to these, these pilots riding these jets, they have an area like that. They have to go into the training zone. Sure. So they all go in through the same like corridor, small, yeah. yeah, like a little opening yep. in the air. And uh, these, he said that got so close to these things, they were basically like right at the same elevation altitude where they go in and at the same, in the same like general area, basically just sitting there. Oh, he almost ran into them is what he said. So these guys are testifying. And then the most recent whistleblowers, the third guy who testified, his name is David Grush. And the shit that he came out with just recently is literally the thing that everybody is like, no fucking way. He basically is testifying, A, that there has been a giant cover-up of this whole phenomenon, multi-decades, 80 years. He said 1930s is when we retrieved the first craft, which leads me to the second point. They're covering up a giant crash retrieval program of these UFOs that the U.S. has known about, and there's a, a, a section that's not government. That's like out in the intelligence it's agencies. Like, it's like Men in Black. It's like its own little. For Basically, real. Yeah. These would be like your. <laughs> that's men what in we black all people. suspected might be happening. Totally. But he's yeah, confirming totally. sworn testimony, and he has. He was in. He was inside. Yeah, he was. Oh, so and his credibility is that he was, uh, like the head of the AI. I forget what it's called, but but one of the intelligence agencies sections that investigates this shit. Okay. And he blew the whistle because as he started reporting this phenomena, what he was hearing firsthand from all these testimonies and witnesses who said that they've seen bodies, non-human biological bodies, and, and that they've seen cra- cr- crashed UFOs, and basically those are the two main points. And they testified to him. He told the superiors they just wanted to brush it under the rug, and so he went to, like, the... Uh, uh, one of the uh, a committee they just set up okay. to report it. Jesus, <clears throat> sorry, it's a lot. 
He's excited. It's yeah, great. No. I'm well, so learning anyways, a lot. I don't know it, about he this. He reported it to the higher ups of the committee that was set up by Congress because they're the not new in the one. on any of the this. The new one. Okay. Yeah. And, and then he was retaliated against by people. Basically, they threatened his life. They threatened his wife's life is what he was alluding to. Says people have been hurt by this. Under, all under oath. People have been killed. And, uh, and, that's, and so he blew the whistle on that and reported it. And Congress was like, well, what the hell is this shit? You know, we want to know about this. And that's why they called the hearing. And the public also wants to know. So it was a public hearing. Hundred, hundreds of thousands of people watched the live stream from around the world. Really? And it was yeah. at like fucking 4 a.m. our time or some oh, shit. Oh, wow. And yes. Or 6 a.m., yeah. Well, 7, yeah. Just better ratings than TV. Yeah. Well, um, last thing I'll say. No, no, you're There's good. a lot more coming. Uh, what we were left, they already passed some legislation through the Senate the, the very same night or the next day that this happened to get more people to start coming forward about this stuff. And Congress and senators are very interested in figuring out what the hell's going on. Okay. And uh, David Gruse said that he would provide names, lists of people that will testify. So there's going to be a lot more like disclosure, if you want to call it, coming. And people are very excited, including me. So, first of all, I'm not discrediting any part of that. No, you can discredit it. No, no, no. This is just my opinion. But I, as you say all of this, yeah. I want to play devil's advocate on one sure. part here. I'm not saying that any of it's bullshit. I'm not saying none, all of it's bullshit, anything. What I'm asking is how much of this, to me, this seems like a perfect opportunity for a smoke and mirror show to distract us from the fact that we're on the brink of a massive economic collapse. The American dream is dead. Nobody has affordable health care. The media is a disaster. Like this is like a, if you could write a textbook on how to dangle a carrot and distract people from the fact that their daily lives are slowly circling the toilet in the United States. Yeah. Um, the, the only, this is like the playbook on how to do it. The only thing about that is like, I, I still believe that even if they say, you know, Congress took over, they shut down the shadowy agency, they got the video, they released the video and so the president comes out and says, this is the real video. Right. Of the, the non-human biologics that we recovered from the Roswell crash site. My mom's not going to care. Sure. People that don't want, like, that don't want this are not going to give a shit. I see what you're you saying. You know, I think yeah. it's people like 35, 40 and under, or let's say 50 and under, that are going to even give a flying fuck about this. But you don't think this is just a perfect opportunity to take pressure off of the American government? I just don't think it's hitting big enough. I don't I think see. it's hitting big it's enough. It's really not. I mean, it's not like it's, I'm not, I'm no, not my wife, I guarantee my wife doesn't know about this. And when I tell her, She's going to be like, oh, cool. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. I can so, attest to but, that. But you could be right. I'm just, you know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's like, you know, we always do that, right? It's like we come up with these headlines. And when I say For we, sure. I mean, like, to, to try and distract the populace from what's going on. Um, Absolutely. Sure. But so, I mean, the thing that I'm most intrigued by is that, and if you watch the testimony, I can't remember who the congresswoman was that, that grew. Luna? Maybe. Yeah, the, that was talking about the non-human biologics. I believe it was Luna, yeah. But, like, you can just see, like, she's almost kind of smiling. Like, you can just <laughs> see that she's like, this is so fucking weird that I'm asking these questions. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, like, not even believing it herself. But he also, yeah. what I thought was interesting, confirmed that one of the crash sites was, was in Roswell, New Mexico, and that it was real. It, the best thing would be when they all link up. When, like, 
they're like, okay, Bob Lazar's story is perfectly connected mm. to this, and yeah. this is connected to that, and these sightings make sense. It'll like it all links up, you know. It's like right sure. now there's all these fragmented pieces <laughs> yeah. that are starting to come closer. All right. Like Roswell connecting and blah blah blah. But it's like if it could just all mesh, and then it's like, yes, everything everybody has said is accurate, and here's the the path to explain that. You know what I so mean? So you you said I asked you a few weeks ago, okay, if they come out with the video of what the pilots of these things were, and you said weak, you know, very little yeah. muscle tone. Yeah. Weak bodies. Yep. Give me, let's say that I, I said I've seen the video, mm-hmm. and that's incorrect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's your second guess? Okay. And I just said you're, you're wrong on that. Okay. What's a biologically informed opinion of it's, it's not weak little gray aliens. Yeah, it's, it's not. It's, just... it's really different than that. Okay. Well, it is. I've seen it. They are weak and gray. <laughs> then I would go... I still have to imagine they're so much more advanced than we are. So very large cranium, big head. Yep. Okay. That's you're right on huge head. Okay. Good. Yeah. Good. Yep. Good. Is this a thing that uh, there's there's actually something? No. Okay. No, I'm just playing right. a game here. <laughs> but I would say very large head, full of brains. It's so hard to imagine them being physically like dominant in any aspect. But humanoid. I mean, you just got to go humanoid. Got to be humanoid. Yeah, it's got to have two legs, two arms. Big brain. Okay. I'm still going like that, that like Slender Man version, though. Got yeah. it. It doesn't mm-hmm. have to be like crumpled, tiny little gray. But they could be like 20 feet tall. They could be 20 feet tall, sure. I was just seeing if I could get you to Octopus next. <laughs> no, that's you got to go to Peter for that. They have three brains, don't they? Yeah. Uh, three hearts and a ten brain, nine eight, brains? Eight. Jesus, I'm blanking. I think eight. nine. Yeah, I don't know. It's something insane. How many it's brains do Octopus have? Yeah, look that Is up. Is it one in each tentacle and then a central? That sounds right. Nine, yeah. Nine brains. Yeah. Having so nine that's brains. one in the main head and then one in each tentacle, basically. Which is so alien to think about. That's more alien than a little blue guy who's 20 feet tall. Right. Nine brains. Dude, I mean, honestly, these things can shape shift, change color, <laughs> and they have, I mean, Mini so these brains, th- in these arms. brains in their tentacles <laughs> yeah. are essentially like, can you imagine what it would feel like just to have like neurons and brains in your, in your limbs? Absolutely not. I, no, like, because I can't even... What? I can't even conceive of my own nerves. <laughs> I can't even conceive of my own brain. Like no. this thing up here controls everything and everything yeah. I'm thinking. That thing up there is you. That's it. That's all it is. That's all there it's is. It's a little yeah. like one pound thing of fucking That's soft it. potato mush. I, I think if I had to, <laughs> oh, hey. I'd put a second brain in the tip of my penis. That would be the only place for it. So that, that would be could... so bad. Well, I feel like maybe it would... That would not pre- be good for pre- monogamy. Prevent <laughs> No, you. it would not be good for monogamy. No, you'd be able to make better decisions with the brain in your dick. That's probably true. Yeah. Because right now, I either think with this or this. It's just problem. Not, you know, <laughs> they're not problem solving against each other. Boner needs to put in whole. That's yeah. all the dick What is Kyle of. pulling up here? Hey, guys, if you're enjoying... Whoops. Guys, if you like The Wild Times, check us out on Patreon. We put out four extra podcasts per month. That's one commute a week that you're just going to be laughing and learning the whole time in the car. <laughs> hey, let me do, do something else. This is the late night content, the stuff that we, we can't show on, on YouTube because they'll kick us off YouTube. It's the Cinemax of podcasts. <laughs> Uncensored, raw dog. It's the Cinemax of podcasts. Check it out. Link right. All right, so there's this video that 
technically has never been debunked. It's Wild uh, Times video review. It's Here we go. called, uh, it's an alien. The video is called Skinny Bob. And this is, there is some editing Skinny on it. Put some Bob. time code. It's supposedly from the KGB. But this is my best guesstimate at what oh, aliens Grush, look like. Grush confirmed that China and Russia were aware of the recoveries. That's right. And well. that there's a oh, cold war going on. For a moment. A cold war going on between China, Russia, and the U.S., yeah, if you could scroll when just, it comes to this. Well, I, I'll say this. Oh, keep going there. I'll say there. this. I don't uh, doubt for a second that of those three governments, China, Russia, and the U.S. Here's Skinny Bob. Here we go. Dude, look You're at the way this the has never moved. been debunked. Not like officially. There's some things about it, but they had like Hollywood, quote unquote, VFX artists look at this and say that the way that the eyes blink and the way that the head moves. Is would be very hard to do. Is he wearing tight pants? Dude, this is the suit. Look at the body. It's just like uh, Forrest described. Very humanoid, big head. Wearing just like a black turtleneck bodysuit. I think there's one more at the end. I mean, it's basically human. That's a human in like a million years. That's exactly what it is. So that is a human in a million years. Family vacation or something. Supposedly, this footage was taken when the, the humans were having a meeting with these guys because they're having meetings and uh, somebody took an undercover uh, video and got caught. And there's your guy right there, skinny Bob. But I mean, that is Who's humans in a million years. They've lost all like, yeah, they have atonia. They're right. They're atonia. They're sexually ambiguous. You can't tell what's a male or a woman. Maybe not even or any male sexual or female. organs because they're just growing everything in a well, test tube. The, okay. The only reason we still have muscles, we care about the gym, blah, 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 blah is for reproduction. Yes. There's no other reason. I don't care what anybody says. It's not being a man or being a hot chick or whatever <laughs> is literally just I, for I reproduction. I always try and fool myself into saying I'm doing it for my health. You're and not. Then, and then I look in the mirror and I see that I have actual breasts and I'm like, oh, no, <laughs> I got to work on the pecs more because they're sagging. I right. have saggy breasts. That's the only reason. And that's, this was different a few hundred years ago. And that's, that's what's crazy. Like we used to actually have to be strong in order to you know, help out on the farm and right. move our oxen and blah, 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 blah. Produce a thousand children to help all, on the farm. All of that. But in Western world today, the only reason you need any physical strength or anything is for sexual reproduction. <laughs> so it's, it's all gone. And this is, this is the next evolution of that. This is us at the rate we're going in like 25 years. But no, <laughs> but like this is us in, you know, 100,000 years or whatever. It's like yeah. all... Everything comes down to material and technology, which is all formulated from our brain. brain. So all energy goes to the brain. Obviously, your head gets bigger. Yeah. Your body just becomes very blah. It's yeah, still there. You sure. still need it to move around and feed yourself and everything else. But the so, physical abilities are completely unimportant. So, Forrest, Pat, let's say, okay, let's say, I mean, can we all agree that like there are objects flying around that defy physics and they don't know what they are? At least, yes. can we oh, agree yes. that? No okay. question. So let's there have always been, always, sorry, real quick dog leg here. There have always, throughout history, and always will be things that are unexplainable to science, period. And any scientist that goes on there and says it can all be explained, it's not true. It doesn't matter what element you're talking about, whether it's trees talking to each other, or things flying around in the sky, or things in the deep sea, or how the soil understands soil. Sure. Like it does, the soil has a brain. I mean, it doesn't right. even make sense. Well, we blow that off because we don't understand it scientifically. So we're like, yeah, yeah, whatever. That's yeah, not a sure, real thing. Sure, sure. That's a good point, so, too. 
about blowing things off because you don't understand. I mean, that actually probably applicable here partly too, maybe. But let me ask you this. Yeah. So let's say that what Grush said is true. There is a crash retrieval program. They have definitely found non-human intelligence. And that's it. Okay, well, only yeah. goes, we're not going to speculate on anything sure. else. Sure. But that is true. What is your reaction to that? Does your life change? Do you like, are you like, what's the purpose? Like, what, what do you? The, no. Right? No, my what life doesn't, changes? nothing changes. Nothing. The one thing that would interest me, I'm sort of answering your question with a question. I want to get your take too. If somebody say, said to me, undeniably, there's, here is proof that there are really real alien life forms and real crashes and they're out here. Mm -hmm. I might go as far at, Especially if it was like, oh, they're just remote and they're hiding and all of that. Yeah. I might go as far as to be like, <laughs> okay, I'm shifting focus a little bit here. <laughs> like instead of looking for critically, my thing is sure. I've always been a hunter, right? And I know that's ridiculous to say on it for who I am. And but I am a hunter. At the core of it, I'm a hunter. I want to hunt down the rarest, the hardest to yeah. find, the most unique creatures. I don't want to kill them, right? But I want to hunt them down. And I would maybe change focus to this. Right. Now, if this yeah. is intelligent life and they're mixed in with the population and it's going through archives of emails and shit, forget about <laughs> it. It's just like I wouldn't get anywhere. But if it's like, hey, we know these things yeah. are in Indo somewhere right, in the jungle, right. well, now I'm your guy. What you if know? I told you I know where some are? Would uh, you go look? If this was already a proven thing, absolutely. <laughs> are you kidding me? In a heartbeat. Yeah, Pat. How would your life change? I don't think it would really change much of anything besides that there would be a wave of like TV shows in this space. <laughs> Patrick's thinking but, about how to produce it. Yeah. But it's sort of like, you know, we're, we're, we already live an incredibly strange existence and that like, yeah, that's for sure. We're like one of the few animals that like by the time you're five realizes that you're on a, in, on a definite path to just being gone. Yeah, right. Right. like right. we live a very so if you want to think about that all the time, sure. it'll make you crazy. Like sort of right. I feel like my existence is like try and have as much fun as I can and, and enjoy things. Yeah. So like, sure. is this really going to change anything? Not really. Right. Unless unless they said like, oh, we have definite intel intelligence that they're planning to come and like take us as slaves and colonize the planet. I would be like, oh, that's weird. Uh, I don't know what to do about that. Have you ever, and I, I'm going to bring this up now so Kyle can maybe find it. Have you ever seen, I think the most accurate representation of planet Earth I've ever seen is the South Park episode. Have you guys ever seen this? Where Earth is a reality show in the galaxy? I haven't seen it. No, Kyle, see if you can find the like, trailer true. for it. It's like it. this week on Vognal or something like yeah. that. But I, you wouldn't think though, I mean, okay, so... What about the implications that there, there, there are potentially interdimensional beings that are like, because how, how do you get here from hundreds of millions of light years away? The only way is to fold space and time, go through. There's no possible way. Oh, I don't way. know, dude. You're now you're now you're yeah, way outside I, anything. I, I feel understand. like that's like beyond what we should be speculating about at this point. Well, this what, was just said during the testimony. So, Oh, I mean, they were asking, Gr like, Grush, how did they get here? Grush, Grush literally, and theoretically what they, he heard, I guess, from the witnesses and what they theorize is that space-time folds, and so instead of being obviously all the way over here and all the way, you fold, boom, you go through what's called a you wormhole. Just, yeah, you just fold it. 
yeah, you fold the galaxy. It's like laundry, except for But that's what I'm saying, though. Like, everything we know about the physical world, our physics, turns out to just be some monkey brain bullshit. Well, here's an interesting fact. Gravity's a pretty easy concept to wrap your head around, right? For the most part. Thanks to Newton. That's gravity. (laughs) You know that... It's no one knows what gra- what causes gravity or what it is. Is that true? That is true. One hundred percent. My friend told me this. I was like, "You're a fucking tin. Put <laughs> take your tinfoil hat." Right, off, right. Guy. And then I Google. looked it up. He's like, "Look it up. Google it." Nope. And I Google it. No, there's not even a theory about what causes gravity. Nobody knows what gravity is. That's fascinating. It's just one of these. We just accept that it's a thing. And that's what it goes back to what I was saying before about like. Nobody's questioning it. They're not like, oh, gravity, right. that's made up. You right. know, they're just like, yeah, we don't know it. Move well, on. A, right. lot yeah. of, a lot of like theoretical physics, because I've been reading about it, obviously, about all this shit, is based on the fact that there's things that happen around us and they can, they can manipulate physics and do things to get a result that they want. They just don't know how the fuck it works. Like, they don't know. And that's the whole, like, they're trying to figure out, like, why quantum entanglement is a thing. They have no idea what that force is. I don't think you know what quantum entanglement is. I definitely don't. I mean, I know what, the, what, the, what happens with it. Okay, explain it. Explain quantum entanglement. So quantum entanglement is when you can take a particle and you can... Uh, I got it, Kyle. It gets oh, gotcha. tangled with another particle and then Even you when could send touching. the other particle to the moon yeah. and you can leave one here on Earth and you switch the polarity of one, the other, right. the polarity of the other one will switch instantaneously without any lag, nothing. There's something that has connected those two things, and that's like one of the things that quantum physics tries do you, do to you figure know, out. Do you know about this? No, I have no idea so, what so I'm saying. So, I, my eyes just glazed so they, over. Okay, so they've done these it's experiments in like the Grand Hadron Collider, right? Okay. It's a big, huge thing that's under the ground. Yeah, yeah. And they take a paired couplet. It's a proton and electron mm-hmm. that are, have always been connected yep. since matter has existed, yep. right? They separate them using some science, uh-huh. and they shoot, one, or they shoot them around the collider so that they're separated by, like, 15 miles of Earth's core. Sure. Dense material. Right. The electron passes by this fucking thing, a laser or something, uh-huh. that switches that zaps the electron and changes it to a proton, right? Huh, so okay. instead of a negative, it's a positive. Yeah, right. I don't changes understand the all polarity. this. Changes uh-huh. the polarity of the electron. Yep. At the exact same time, they're measuring to the millionth of a second, the proton changes to an electron. Oh, you're kidding. On the other side of the collider, 15 miles away, so separated they're communicating by, somehow. Somehow, no theory as to what that is. And right. I, I didn't realize that was called quantum entanglement. Yeah. Dude, it's wild. If you start looking into quantum mechanics and theoretical physics, what they're studying with like string theory and stuff, it's, it's like when you get, basically they're breaking down all of matter, which we used to think like the atom was the smallest. Now they have like things that make up each proton and electron called quarks. It just keeps getting smaller and smaller and smaller, dude. And it's like they, have, they don't understand the forces that hold these things together. They don't understand gravity. They don't understand the smaller forces that are, Holding, holding these things, those things together, together, but the power and the energy within them. This oh, is why the atom out, bomb was. Yeah, so we cute. figured out how to use that. That's yeah. what I'm saying. To blow each other up. <laughs> um, <laughs> they know how to use it. They still don't fucking understand. Okay, but let me let it. me throw another one out to you. Yeah. Okay. There's not all we. If everything that was said in the testimony, which I believe, is true, 
Mm. All we know is that there's a non-human biologic flying around in cool planes within our atmosphere. Sure. That doesn't mean they came from another planet. A hundred percent. Right. They might just have always been here. Correct. They may have been, you know, they may have developed this technology while we were, you know, climbing out of the jungle. Dude. That's kind of what, honestly, swear to God, not to suck up, but that's exactly where my brain went. No, yeah. Is this aliens? It's totally possible. You've heard my like canoe theory before, right? Where I'm like, so my, my whole thing, and I, I heard this somewhere, I'm not taking credit for this, but my whole thing is like, is there other intelligent life in, in the universe? Of course. Mm. But it's like us living on a tiny little island and them living on a tiny little island <laughs> on the other side of the ocean. Sure. Those two will never meet. Like, it doesn't matter what canoe you build. Right. You'll never be able to transfer <laughs> that distance and that's how i feel about intelligent life in the galaxy at this point in time like these canoes don't exist sure like you you know the the universe is infinite of course there's another planet full of way clever way dumber everything creatures when you think about how big the universe is like our minds can't even comprehend it exactly and that's why i'm saying the that's why i don't believe for the most part i don't believe that those intelligent forms have come over this vast ocean of space to this planet just for a visit or just to hang sure. out. Unless I they think, fold. Well, sure, and I don't understand any <laughs> no, of that. I know. But I think that it's much more likely that, you know, more likely, again, I have nothing <laughs> to ground this in, that these are gods, right? These mm. are what we as humans have seen of gods as gods, like in the ancient pyramids and sure. blah, blah, blah. They're yeah. creatures that live alongside us or we're always here. Yeah. Or maybe they're us from the future that has figured out time travel. I feel like time travel is more realistic than yeah. jumping across the galaxy. I don't know. I'm just <laughs> saying things that I think no, and I've are, seen a lot of movies. These you know? are, and what you're saying, these are all <laughs> theories that are, are out there and they're legitimately investigating these things. Like what you just said. I mean, there's researchers who are, who are trying to study you know, ancient civilizations. How, we don't know. We've had so many ice ages that we don't know what was behind an ice age at any given point necessarily. The ice could just build up, pulverizes everything, giant glaciers. There's no, no record of anything. It's just all gone. It could have been these fucking, these, these old humans, a couple of them survived. They live in underwater caves or something. Right. Who knows? And they're but, so I mean, much more advanced or whatever it happens to be. I also think it's, one of the best indications that this is even possible is like some of the recent evidence that's come out that there were giant civilizations in the Amazon advanced. You guys have seen some of this? Mm. Like, like in uh, like Peru and stuff? All over. All over yeah. the Amazon jungle. The Amazon is, and you, Kyle, you can find some clips or whatever. I still want to show you the South Park thing if we can. But um, the Amazon is a cultivated jungle. That is not. Oh, really? Yeah, that is now a known thing. That the Amazon is basically a planted jungle. What? Now it's a. There's a whole level. There's a whole gamut of sort of ideas that comes to this. Nevertheless, yeah, that's insanity. Supposedly pristine, untouched Amazon rainforest was actually shaped by humans. This is mind blowing. And this is proven now, (laughs) by the way. Like humans planted most of the Amazon. They grew the fruit that is there. They created a bunch of the soil. And now with LIDAR, in literally in the last like eight years, they're figuring out that there were mass civilizations in the Amazon that have gone away that are all underground and under all of this because Dude. the soil is, it, this goes so in depth, but sure. because of the style of soil, it's one place that we can see down and blah, blah, blah. But yeah, an estimated 390 billion trees, um, I think that saying has been planted, but uh, 
Yeah, and there were there are there are uncovering civilizations in the Amazon, like we, the Lost City of Z. You guys yeah. know that story, right? Yeah, I've heard. Yeah, that was a real story. Like that, oh. not just that was a real story, but he was actually onto something. There were civilizations, and Kyle, maybe you can find something on that. There were civilizations of tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of people living in the heart of the Amazon, <laughs> and this is just coming out, and it's sort of like the alien thing. Yeah, we're, we're just like okay. Bro. It's and I'll tell you why we okay so just, just I'm gonna tangent slightly, <laughs> so I think I told Forrest about this, but so an explorer who's super legit part of the Explorers Club, which you know is, is a thing, right? You, I mean, they let me in, so you don't have to be that legit. Yeah, but you've but explored a lot. That's true. No, I'm just um, joking. But super legit. He's an archaeologist, he's a professor at one of the fancy schools in Boston, mm-hmm. and uh, he has been on this thing for like ten years in the jungles of Peru, um, you know, working with locals, the yep. same guys has been working with them for a decade. And he discovered a, basically an unknown city. Right. Pretty fucking cool. Is this the Guatemala? No, not Guatemala. Honduras one. No, it's Peru. Peru. Okay. And so super rough track. I was talking to him. I said, send me the pictures from what, of what you found. Yeah. Sent me the pictures. Fucking amazing. Right. Totally different architecture than like what you see at Machu Picchu. Yep. Full cities, right? Super old. I mean, it, it's hard to tell because it's so overgrown, but sure. definitely like evidence of large buildings, right. you know, right. clearly squared off, like, you know, stacked on top of each right. other. Wow. Unknown city in Peru, this guy found. And he wants to go do a full on expedition and was like, let's take this to some of the networks that fund course, expeditions. Yeah. And sent them the pictures, did the whole write up, did big meetings with him on there and just watched these fucking armchair <laughs> um, people who, who, who don't leave, you know, DC or New York. Yeah. Just skewer this guy. Wow. And like, just like came into the meeting, super negative. And I was like, it dawned on me and I texted my partner. I go, they don't want to discover anything now. Correct. Mm-hmm. They, they came into this meeting just wanting to tear them apart. And we have a slideshow of 50 pictures of an unknown city in the right. jungle. Right. And it was uh, the, an hour of them just tearing this guy a new asshole. By the way. Who's a fucking professor at an Ivy League school. By the way, that's all you should need. If you walk into any fucking place in the world that has a lot of money that is trying to communicate to the masses through media what's going on and go, hey, we have 50 pictures of a lost city that has never been documented and we don't know what's there and we don't understand the civilization right. and we don't know why it's like this, we're going to go there and uncover it. They should just be like, here's the check, put the number down, communicate this to the world. For the yeah. responsibility of the, of the planet, as, a, as an organization that is dedicated to putting out media right. to, for you to understand. I know who this is, because, yeah, but, yeah, but yeah. I'm not going to say them, but as an organization that is dedicated to telling the truth and uncovering new things, it's our responsibility to communicate this and investigate right. it. You would think. I, I got an not, idea. But it's just actually what, not. Why don't, Kyle, type in, why don't we fund this guy? Type in. There's two things you can type in. Lost City of the Monkey God is one. That's the most well-known one. one. But the other one is Start just. Start a new business? Just type in Lost Civilizations in the Amazon. This is a big thing. This isn't a small thing. Um, I believe it. Yeah, it's unbelievable. But seriously, though, I mean. That, that should be our goal is to be one of these media companies that can take. These people would kill to see these. This is why we have our own channel. Well, got but that's network. the difference. I want to just, I want to, we can talk business for a second here. I don't care who hears this. That's why we're doing this on YouTube. 
Okay. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Because we could go, I mean, between Patrick and I, we could go to a handful of places and probably get some shitty low budget show and throw it on the air in six months. But we'd have a bunch of confines. We wouldn't be able to do what we want to do. If this thing gets to where we want it to. Yeah, that's the goal. Yeah, it's fun to like joke around, talk about a camping trip or, or even send me on something. But ultimately, if this yeah. professor came to us in five years and this was going as well as we hope it was, was like, hey, I want to go down there and uncover the city. We'll be like, yeah, we'll take Kyle with a camera and let's yeah. see exactly. what we get. You exactly. Know? Or, it's 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 Holy it's funny shit. because like uh, a lot of like because like it's I been a tough environment for. I'm getting fired up. I've had too much coffee. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. I'm just getting judged. Like, no, it's, sorry. it's very it's energetic. Going. It's been a very difficult it's environment good. in media. And, and so some of what I've been taking out is going to there's like. 10 companies that are just funded by billionaires. Yeah. And each one has a mission and they're like, we want to do like two or three projects a year. Yeah. And we're funding it and we don't care if they make money. Right. And here's our mission. It's to, you know, do good for the world or, right. you know, whatever. Right. And it's like, we just need some billionaire to be like, let's do real science and exploration. You guys are going to be the arbiters of what you do. Right. Mm -hmm. Do two or three things a year. That's what we need. If you're, any, if, if you're a billionaire in the audience. <laughs> yeah. Um, we, we probably have several, I imagine. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Brosters, thank you for being loyal subscribers. We appreciate everything that you do. And now we have a membership offer for you. I think you can get ad-free episodes, I heard. That's pretty big. Ad-free is big, but you can also get your comments looked at so we don't have to sift through the millions. How do you do that? There. Is there some sort of badge system? There's a badge system, <laughs> a loyalty badge. <laughs> Boom. Shows up next to your name in the comments. Boom. Oh, we man. read the comment. All this badge talks. Make, I'm going to the badge store. He's going to You're get a badger. badger. He's going he's gonna to buy one. Didn't earn it. He's going to buy one. He did a fake leave. <laughs> I assumed Kyle would know to cut on the motion. <laughs> all right, let's cut now. That's, that's our ad. Um, so I think all of this talk about unknown and you know what we don't know about the world, mm -hmm. I think what I would like to see more study on is mycorrhizal networks. It's the weirdest yeah. thing we know about. And the problem is, and this is going to take offense. Hang on, he explain this, this for those that don't know real quick. Oh, sure, yeah. It's the neuron system that is all basically living mycelium, which is the best way to put it is like the roots of mushrooms that are interconnected under the soil. That's the... <laughs> the Earth's brain, so, basically. So the Earth is a brain. Tree yeah. root systems, right. So tr there are areas where you have tree roots that are covered in this like mycorrhizae or is that am i pronouncing it right uh mycelium mycelium or these, tree roots it's called in. a mycorrhizal network mycorrhizal right? network i got some of that pretty, in my office close. over there yeah but so so tree root systems that have this fungus present yeah right elaborately communicate yeah go to that that one kyle exactly this when, is how it works. when the when this fungus is not present they don't Sure. Basically. Right. Oh, wow. so so this fungus and I'm not talking about like communication, like really like really elaborate communication. Right. Like it's not any, Morse code here. It's like yeah. Wi-Fi. How it's do crazy. they, so so how here's do they know this? How do they measure this? What are they communicating? Well, well so here's an example uh, in a place in Africa that has giraffes mm -hmm. that, that has these these mycorrhizal networks where the trees are. The giraffes will come by and eat the leaves of trees, which is not good. Right. Sure. Because okay. it's less photosynthesis going on less uh surface area to collect sunlight and water and all that shit right okay so their giraffes come by and eat the leaves 
goes through the mycorrhizal network. Mm. The roots are communicating. A mile away, the trees will start producing a toxin that makes the leaves taste like shit. Yeah. So by the time That's the giraffes wild. get there, they're like, ugh, garbage. <laughs> yeah. Dude. So as they move closer to that, the leaves get worse, and then the giraffes, as he said, get there and go, well, we can't eat this. And this is like a phenomenon they don't know that much about? They it's a new field of study. All they know is that the trees can talk to each other and change that. <laughs> Not only that, <laughs> I saw a recent Chris. one. I think I saw this yesterday, that recent, that some of the forests will actually get up and move. Like in uh, Lord of the Rings, dude. Basically. <laughs> no, look this up, Kyle. Migrating, I think it was called migrating forests, where they will move up to several feet a year oh intentionally. God. And this is like new The science. roots are just kind of like pulling. They'll, exactly. Yeah, and you don't even but, know that it's happening. Here it is, migrating forests. Um, this is by far the most interesting podcast we've ever done. <laughs> for you, for sure. And yeah, I don't know. But some so, of yeah, this looks I very went, questionable. I went but, for, a, um, for a show. I was interviewing um, the head of this trees. department. Uh, Tulane University in New Orleans is, is like on the forefront of studying this stuff. Mm -hmm. And she did a bunch of science and was showing us stuff like, uh, you know, on these like scanning electron microscopes. Yeah, yeah. I wish I could remember everything I learned, but it was like two years ago. But it, it's what was cool about it was like this super badass PhD that is like, because that's what you do for a TV show. You go, who's the person that knows the most? Jesus, who's yeah. the person that knows the most? Right. And then you call them and you go, would you want to talk about this on camera? They're like, yeah, nobody's calling me to go on camera. Right, sure. Exactly, yeah. And so, and the coolest part was just her going, oh, we, we know, we, we are not even close to understanding this. Right. We, like right now we're just coming up with like wacky theories on a whiteboard. Well, what's cool Dude, is that crazy. she had the self-confidence to say that. Yeah, yeah. Because what you have 99.99% .99 of the time is you call that scientist, whoever they happen to be, and they, they will not, they'll, the, if they accept the interview, great. But they won't accept it if they don't feel like they know most of the answers, because that's just how academics sure, are. Sure. And then secondly, they'll just make shit up or not tell you if they don't know the answer. They'll <laughs> deflect. And right. you're like, that's not the point. Like, and that's part of the problem with the whole academic process, right? Is like, everybody yeah. wants to have this ego pretending that they know everything. Yeah. And it's like, well, there's, I feel like our understanding, it's funny because... In my world, in the animal science world, it's like people really feel like we know everything and every type of animal. It's sure. like a big discovery when there's a new big animal around. Yeah. But I feel like we are at, if I had to put a number on it, I'd say we're at like 2% of understanding. <laughs> Tops. Yeah. Wow. Tops. That's, that's pretty damn low. Well, dude, and like this, there's probably some listeners that know all this shit, but like, you, you know, like the concept of a mother tree in a forest? No. So... <laughs> It's the, all news to me. You know, in the presence of these networks, there could be a mother tree, which is like the biggest, healthiest, tallest tree. Right. Okay. That then sends nutrients out through the root system to struggling trees. Yeah. As in Dude. that one is so healthy, it can put itself into a mode of starvation to help yeah. grow the forest and feed the other systems. I mean, how could... I, this is one of the things... And I no one's talking about it. I know. No one's talking about it. <clears throat> this is one it's of the wild. things I struggle with is like... How could a thing like that exist and they're not, and it's just like, this all just happened by chance. Don't get me wrong. Like, I'm not saying God, religion or anything like that, but how the hell could this not have some sort of, it's just insane the way that everything works together. And by the way, we need the trees to stay alive. So they're doing this to keep themselves alive so that we can stay alive. Like, it's all just sometimes when you think about the way that these that's, things work see, together, the harmony. That's what we don't understand. And we're just, just 
just starting to understand is the interconnectedness. Yeah. Sure. Like the planet, you guys don't have fish tanks, but if you did, this, <laughs> this analogy would make a little bit more sense. The planet is like a fish tank or a terrarium or whatever. Everything, and if you think about that with the ozone and the yeah. way that, you know, we're a bubble of oxygen and everything else, everything is interconnected. And it's fine. You can pull a plant out here or change something there, or add an ice cube over here. Mm -hmm. But if something gets fully out of whack, the whole system tanks. The whole, yeah. and I'm talking about fish tanks, talking about the planet, whatever. Like, if your nutrients build up too high in one area or you're, I'm trying to remember all the terms in the aquarium, in the Aquarius trade, but like, you know, too many phosphates or whatever, the whole thing tanks, yeah. the whole bubble pops and you have a system crash. The whole tank goes, every fish in the fucking tank dies. Yeah. And like, we are supposed to be docents of that. And instead we're unbalancing it very, very quickly. Yeah. And like, we're trying our best to fuck it up. And we think that, oh, it doesn't really matter if some ice melts here, or if we're out of fish over here or whatever. All it takes is that whole thing to come slightly out of whack, yeah. and then it's on a trajectory to full crash. So, this speaking to that, right? So, the reason that this has been funded to be studied, the, the mycorrhizal networks specifically, and the reason it's at Tulane, yeah. is because they're trying to see if they can utilize this and introduce it into the cypress swamps in Louisiana because Why the cypress. So the big hurt was it Katrina, right? Just yeah. The devastated New Orleans. Yeah. Part of the reason that that was as devastating as it was is because we de we decimated the cypress. We cleared which, out all yeah. the mangrove and that oh, type of habitat, and there was which no barrier. creates a buffer for a right. big storm. So when a storm comes in, all that surge and stuff dissipates when it hits mangroves and cypress and swamplands and we're like fuck that drain it let's put up some buildings i, ca I and, can't and believe log, nobody had any foresight let's log the shit out of it and right. then a big hurricane came and they were like "Ooh, fuck and, <laughs> and also yeah. a big problem there is was the introduction of the invasive nutria rat because these rats don't fucking den they just move they burrow constantly yeah. and they eat the tree roots and the saplings oh wow and so <laughs> you know the hot sauce maker who decided to start a fur farm Right. Louisiana right. and unleash the nutria. And there's millions of these huge ass rats that are destroying the site. Do you know what these are? More. Do you know what a nutria is? Yeah. I, okay. I've seen pictures that they're the giant rats, basically. big yellow. They, and they, so I saw, I forget, I was watching a YouTube video. The cops basically have a bounty on these things and they go around for fun it's, at it's, night and just pick them off. Fish and wildlife. Them. Six bucks a tail. Probably you know it is? is six bucks a tail. Six bucks a tail. We Has went, that been done? There's got to be like a Nutria Wars, right? Have you was, done it? There was I a show it. on Spike called Nutria Boys. There you go. <laughs> um, we went Nutria hunting. And, oh, you uh, were the one I think that told me that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I didn't handle a Nutria, but um, the talent did, and he got Nutria itch, which is a Gross. rat, a rash that you get. A, a rat, a rat itch. Yeah, rat devastating. Gross. So anyway, so they're Fucking trying to gross. figure out. Oh, oh yeah. God, Kyle, you didn't need to pull it I up. I saw that in a frat house once. That's a different thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, so they're trying yeah. to see, can we introduce this fungus to help the cypress Communicate. help each other? Right. Like, what can we do? Like, this is such a fucking lost cause. Dude, like, so I, I definitely, we should follow that. I want to know what happens with that, because that's, I mean, that's incredible. What they're, they, they are going to learn shit, right? Yeah. I yeah. assume this is the first time that they're doing something like this. But it is interesting that it took a hurricane and devastation of human right. property to be like, should we learn about this? It always does. Can, can this help us? Reactive and yeah. not proactive. Never proactive. Always. always Nobody. Always, always. Humans have the ability to have such foresight 
and we use it 2% of the time. But I'm the same, and I imagine you guys are too, and I'll give you an example. If there is a dangerous corner at my house, I'm just making this up, <laughs> and my wife goes, that corner is dangerous. Rhodes is going to hit his eye on that corner. We should do something about that corner. Yeah. I go, he's fine. He's never hit his eye on that corner. You're over worrying. <laughs> yeah. Then the day after he nearly pokes his eye out, I'm over there patting it with a pool noodle and a yeah. roll of duct tape. This, this I don't go, oh, you're right. Let's in. make sure that something, you know, let's fix this corner now. Yeah. And this is a micro example, but I think our, you guys have to be, what guy is not like that? Everybody's like that. Oh, you're like, it's fine. Nothing bad's ever happened. Yeah. You know, and yeah. then it happens. And then, of course, the likelihood of happening again is slim to none. So you've already, you're too, <laughs> right. it's so already too it's late. Right. Yeah. You're like, oh, it's too late. We yeah, don't yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. He's, he's, he's not going to hit his second eye on But it. listen, <laughs> this is, this is, I, I truly believe, quantum mechanics at work. We don't understand it, but literally, once you put it out there, it's happening. Like, once she said it to you, it is now going to happen at some point. Oh, because yes, she said because it. Because she manifested it. it. Yeah. Thought, spoke it, <laughs> the action's coming. Yeah, there's something. Well, so I was like kind of went down the wormhole with the uh, quantum entanglement because like I've always, I am one of those people who believes that when you dream about someone you haven't thought about in five years and you wake up and they've just texted you or they text you the next day. There's like Legit happens. I, I believe that it's, that it's real because it happens way too much it's like very yeah. frequent yeah. and yeah. and and the pessimistic scientific view would be uh you only notice it when it does happen right, you right. don't notice it when you dream about weird people and they don't text you right, right 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 so i see both sides but i i have just had it happen to me so many times to where it's so crazy yeah like just a fucking flash of someone where i'm like hadn't thought about that person in t 10 years right. and then they text you like 10 minutes later yep there's something um, out there, man. We don't know about it. Yeah, so I had this idea. I wanted to write a book, and then, of course, I got lazy and didn't do it. But, <laughs> but the idea was, like, if quantum entanglement's possible, mm. if these ne if trees can help each other out and right. are connected, even though they're two miles apart, right. like, isn't it possible to, to, to that humans have these little tiny invisible spider webs that connect sure. us that we can communicate through hundred percent. And then sort of, I was going to take it to a place of like, okay, I've shown you that there's this weird science we don't understand. Yeah. So if you believe that, then you could believe this is possible. Mm. And then what if you lived your life just saying, I think this is true. Right. You just accepted it. Yeah. And, and lived your life. Like would, would that. life just be better? Would you feel Definitely. deeper connection? I think so. Definitely. And but then you start becoming the white guy with dreads who's never worn shoes. But and you, you don't know, have to. But you know what I'm saying. You <laughs> yeah. do. You start veering into that into that lane where you're, sure. you know, before you know it, you're you're wearing those Thailand pants all the time. See, you <laughs> could Cal do knows that. what I'm talking about. He knows the Thailand pants. I was just thinking that it was more like, might we just feel like our lives are more meaningful and that we're part of something bigger. Honestly, and I think, maybe that would make us all just feel better. Dude, yeah. that's I what know. I was getting at. But that's question. probably, sorry, let me just say hold one on, thing. Hold on, hold on. Okay, that's what go. I was getting at when I posed the question, what if this is real and there are UFOs and other intelligent beings? That's what I'm saying. Like, it, it get, there's like a, a bigger purpose now all of a sudden where you're like, holy shit, like, we think we're the apex. We think we're the big, but no, like, there's something going on that we're, nobody knows about. I think that is basically the foundation of religion. Sure. Right. The foundation sure. of religion is there's something going on that none of us know about. Oh, yeah. Science, and, too. 
science too and that connection to each other and the planet and all of that and everything by the way and it's funny because i'll explain how i think it's come full circle in a second but everything we've done as a species is to disconnect from that right it's sure, like yes I, I believe in a in a abstract way we're all connected but when we sit in our little bubbles of a house and we wear nice tennis shoes and stuff we're not connected as well sure. right when you take your shoes off and get outside Maybe through that mycorrhizal network or whatever, that whole grounding, which is now a popular thing, we're yeah. more connected, right? So it's like, but then you, you think about it, and what have we done? We've, we've come away from that, away from that, away from that, you know, building more and more technology, and then all of a sudden we've invented the internet, and now we're back to all being connected again, right? <laughs> yeah. It's like we've created some other super brain, which is the internet, and the next evolution of that's now this AI thing. Yeah. And we're all connected. There's not one person on the planet you can't reach through the internet, right? It doesn't matter if it's the most A-list celebrity or whatever. You can tw Twitter them or yeah. I don't even, don't even know sure. what their terms are. But it's like all we've done is try and get away from this interconnectedness where we, we used to live as hunter-gatherers in these communities where you relied on family and each other and everything, and then we like segregated, 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 little population here, little population there. I live in my own house. I'm not around my family. I have my own office. I have my own bedroom, right? And now yeah. it's like, oh, now we've created the internet so that when we sit on our little box- You can text your wife from right, your office. We're all back to being connected <laughs> somehow. And it's just like, it's, it goes it, full it's, circle. It's, it's definitely wild that, I, I keep thinking about the, uh, the fish tank analogy you made. When you think about, Closed system. It's, yeah, it's like a closed you, and you system. you think about the earth and the, and the atmosphere like it's, it's just thinner, very, very thin water, less dense water that we're living in. in and, and we're obviously not fish, but we're living in basically just a giant connected, and we can use sound so that our ears hear vibrations that yeah. we're speaking to each other. Like, that's fucking mental. It, you can build, Kyle, <laughs> Kyle, look this sound up. Sound is weird. Look this up. <laughs> I'm you not can build stoned, these I little, I don't know what you're going to Google, but it's like a perfect habitat in like a big glass jar and you put a cork in it and there's living animals and everything. It rains in there. There's humidity. Uh, it's that like a bio, cool. I think it's called a biosphere or something. And you have to do nothing to take care of so it? So go to a YouTube video. Find me a, a video where a guy seals one for like tw 20 years. A bottle terrarium, closed terrarium, yeah. 12-year terrarium inside. There you go. So like grab this. I don't know if we're going to get shut down for this or whatever. We can just choose what to play. Yeah. Play it. this and you'll see. Definitely leave this ad in. Yeah, well, whatever these naked people barbecue and are, let's not do that. But look, so oh, here we go. If you're not seeing this, if you're listening, these are these closed terrarium systems, right? Oh, it's, but it's, this doesn't show how he sets it up. I don't. It's think, literally uh, raining. It's literally raining. But <laughs> inside what you a do jar, is you, <laughs> a you jar. take a certain type of soil. Yeah. Okay. Well, we got to put a couple nematodes in there. You oh, throw yeah. some nematodes in. You throw some pill bugs in. You throw some seeds in. You you spray it down and you cork the damn thing and forever. Mm -hmm. forever it's self-sustaining the little bugs That's reproduce crazy. the soil regenerates yeah you want to get a couple common rough wood louses in there Every <laughs> everything kyle find one where a guy sets it up please this is just him how showing. does the moisture get it stay retained you, in you, you put the moisture yeah, in. Po put the moisture in and then close it yeah also this is actually don't let me forget about this there's no more water now than there's ever been or ever will be and this is a perfect example of this <laughs> So think about that for a second. That's a fact, by the way. That's more crazy than sound. You take a bottle like this, okay? <laughs> and yeah, Kyle, just kind of scrub through it, it's right? He's got some rocks at the bottom, some dirt, puts the seeds in, puts the bugs in, sprays it with like a misting bottle, corks it. That's it. The water regenerates. 
the soil regenerates, so, the plants regenerate. Some the sort of algae. Some sort of algae was required. Yeah. yeah, we should do one. Let's do a, a wild do times up, do an terrarium. update. It's super easy to do. I'm Forrest, I've thought can, about can you it. oversee the charge to yes, do one of these? I will take care of all of this. But you <laughs> do, do it all. We'll but, just. But okay, sorry, along. I'm getting so dog-like. But my point no, is, cool. this is Earth. If you think about it, sure, it's just this corked bottle where everything inside of it is working together. Yep. You know, this guy's putting earthworms in his. You can put a bunch of stuff in it, but they're permanent. And this is how the earth works. Just like with this water that this guy corks in this jar. Yeah. No more or less ever comes in or out of planet. When we have all these droughts and water shortages, yeah. we have the same amount of water on the planet that we had a billion years ago or whatever, whenever the earth was formed and will do a billion years from now. It doesn't go anywhere. It's trapped yeah. in this bottle. It just Crazy. shifts, you know, around yeah, whether it it's salt water or where it is. Well, if it's ice or water. Or what, if, what if there's a little bit of water like on the side of spacecraft that we launch into space? <laughs> well, then we're taking some out. That's yeah. true. So we're but losing water that rapidly. Kyle, there's great. Way to shit on his point. <laughs> there's, there's, we won't do this now, but there are great ones on like Instagram where a guy or TikTok where he's like, I'm yeah. going to put it all together. And you see him start from scratch. And that's all the Let's planet do it. Is. Yeah. Let's end the pod on this note and. Next time we come on the air, we're going to have one. All right, before we end it, here's how we're going to end the pod. Okay, Okay. Kyle, put the screen share back up. Go to Amazon, (laughs) type in, uh, you know, whatever you call it, self-sustaining terrarium or whatever. Let's buy one right now. All right. So this (laughs) is going to be a project. We'll we'll do this. We'll we'll have a little update on it. Yep. It looks fun. There you go. You could do water ones. See the shrimp one? You can do the dome ones. There's a whole bunch of different I kinds. Kinda, I kinda Should want we have one. the Brosners vote on which one they want us to get? No, let's not do a water one. Let's do an earth I one. I want to do an earth one We're with the little the worms planet. and the... And the These my, are all pre-built. Yeah, that's no good. Let's go... Just, you know buy, what? just buy an ornate jar. Let's, <laughs> let's find... There's a kit. Look at that kit. Cute farms terrarium. That thing. I don't know. We might not be able to do this as quickly as I thought. Uh, it's okay. Listen, he Look, it's got little it dinosaur figurines. <laughs> we'll get no, it ordered up. It. We're, we're going to order one, and then the next time we're here, we're going to set it up on this table live on, on a... Next to it. the fat tires, right? Sure. Yeah. Can we put fat tire in the terrarium? That'll the, kill it. That might fuck everything That'll up. kill it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think... Yeah, you don't, we don't want to do that. No. Well, shit, this has been fun. Yeah, a little different. I thought it'd be fun to try something different, considering what's been going on in the news. Yeah, man. I, I wasn't this. expecting it. I wasn't really... I got either. to rave about terrariums like six times throughout the course of the pod. That's so. true. Do the thing, Peter. Uh, you know what? You can find all of our podcasts on Spotify and on Patreon. Right now, we do six a month, four extra bonuses. If you sign up at Spotify or Patreon, go to wildtimes.club forward slash info for all of the links to find those and all of our public pods. Uh, And we'll be live for eight hours. Live. 15th and 16th from Orlando. Animal Con, baby. That's right. What are the dates again? Looking good. September 15th, September 16th. Hey, if you want to come, we'll be there. We'll be hanging out. We'll be cocktailing. Pull up Animal Con. Throw it on the screen. And if you don't want to be there, you you know, tune in on YouTube. That sounds hot and humid. (laughs) We'll be live on YouTube four hours a day, the 15th and 16th. Don't come hang out at a super sweet resort with us at a a cool swim-up bar. That sounds... I'm sure you you have something better to do on that (laughs) side. Why would you? What's the uh, website for this? AnimalConUSA.com? That's it. Sweet. Go there, get your tickets. Go to wildtimes.club forward slash info. See you then. We love you. Good night, everybody.